this episode of Beer, Booze, and BS, Kidder and I are back at the helm, drinking some festive beers, talking about holiday specials and other things that we're watching on TV. We're also discussing snow and snow shoveling, the holidays, and uh, porch pirates. Hey, can you guess exactly where North Dakota ranks when it comes to porch pirates? <laughs> Stay tuned to find out more. <laughs> You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Martin Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues and BS, the podcast that hits harder than a finger puppet to the eye. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here. As always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How you doing tonight? <clears throat> wow, Howard, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm here. It's a new year. We're, is it a new year? I don't know. Yes. First show with the new year. I don't know where or when I am. Oh. It's one of those things. Is it because you've been drinking? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Just just here. You know, rearranged uh, a light. And now everything is just different. Now I look deader than I normally do. So there's that. But um, <laughs> hopefully more drinking will help. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely could uh, could go over a cold brew. So, well, well what do you got over there? Well, Don't hold me in suspense. Well, uh, tonight, kidder on uh, everybody's favorite. What's on tap? Uh, Howard made a beer run, um, and uh, Howard picked up some stuff, and. Uh, I, I have some uh, regrets about what uh, past I picked up. Uh, but to kick off tonight uh, from the new Belgium Brewing Company, it is a limited release. It is their holiday ale. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you learned by the last time. Nope. Hmm. Uh, it's got flavors of cranberry and spice and everything nice. 7.5. 5% alcohol per volume, 12 fluid ounces, ale with cranberry, cinnamon, and natural flavors. And, uh, yeah, that's what we got here. That's what we got here. I, I will say, Kidder, as I open this thing up, um, you know, I, I made a call to my dad uh, while I was making said beer run because he's coming over uh, tomorrow night uh, with the family, and I said, hey! Because I know he always scraps about what's in my fridge. I said, hey, I'm on a beer run. What would you like me to put in the beer fridge? And he's like, none of that weird shit you drink on the show. I said, well, that, that's all on the door. So uh, just don't drink any of that. I said, but what would you like? He goes, I don't know, something cheap. So Something I, uh, cheap, really. Mm -hmm. Well, he is the king of cheap beers. Um... 
So anyway, I, I now have Kitara fridge full of grain belt. I was really it's tempted not, to pick what? It's not cheap anymore. I know it's not cheap anymore, but I you know it's kind of like, man, I haven't had a grain belt in a while. So I haven't don't think I've even had a grain belt on this show. So at some point, folks, get ready. Grain belt coming. 2023, year of the grain belt. Um anyway, I, I was tempted though, Kidder, to pick up. They did have PBR there. And uh after you know the episode that's releasing this week as we record, um we found out PBR won in a blind taste test of uh, a beer. So I was, I was tempted to give it a try. But um, anyway, back to this thing. Uh, I, I can definitely smell the cranberries. So that's could either be good or bad. Oh. It's not the cranberries that make this terrible, kidder. Uh, it's the cinnamon. Okay. It's uh, they're a little heavy on the cinnamon. Oh. Oh, that's gonna be a. Oh, it's gonna be a night of regrets, Kidder. A night of. Uh, that regrets. This is terrible. Um, one out of five. <laughs> this this thing is god awful. Oh. Oh, I'm glad we are starting the year, New Year, Kidder, with me drinking a terrible beer. <clears throat> oh. Ugh. Hell, uh, <clears throat> as some people say, there's no time like the present. Yeah. Um, I'm glad this was a limited release so that others don't have to suffer. Oh, I, I can't wait to talk to my dad tomorrow and tell him I drank a cranberry cinnamon beer on the show. He'll be so proud. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know if proud's going to be the right word, but <clears throat> whatever. That's how, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Kidder, please tell me that you are drinking something better, or at least as equally bad as what I got. <laughs> well, I do still have the row of lemonade that I, I need to really dive into, <clears throat> but the local geek happened to stop by with a delivery, and it wasn't just uh, a hello and goodbye. It was a delivery from Idaho. Yeah. So how about I just... I'll start with this one. Uh, it's a Sockeye. Lonesome Larry American Lager. Hmm. Larry looks awfully lonesome here, don't you think? Yeah. He, he looks very lonely. Look at that ugly out-of-focus face. <laughs> that's it, okay on my on my version it's very pixelated so i can't even see the face it's like the google is purposely blurring it hmm it's gonna be one of those episodes <clears throat> i even unblocked the right port for uh, google to try and do its thing mm. so that's pretty disappointing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great 
Uh, well, <clears throat> Lonesome Larry here is a 5% ABV. That's uh, alcohol by volume there, in case uh, you're just new to this show. A 21 IBU and 12-ounce can, aluminum can, and they're an independent craft brewery at SockeyeBrew.com. The Sockeye Brewery. They've been brewing since 1996, so hopefully they've figured it out by now. Real um, information on here. They're located in Boise, Idaho. And the 12 fluid ounces equals 355 milliliters. Hmm. Oh, Larry has a story. Would you like to hear Larry's story? Lonesome Larry. Sure. Story. All right. <clears throat> well, Larry here in a race for the very survival of his species. One lone fish prevailed, fueled by fins and wild desire. Not just any wild desire, a wild desire. This dashing salmon from the sawtooths faced a river odyssey. 900 miles, eight dams, untold odds, and the journey home. His wild desire could not be damned. They got jokes. Uh, this also says 11-22-21. So, we'll see what happens here with, with old Larry. Pop it in there. Keep it nice and cool. <sighs> yeah. All right. Man, I got a little close there. Got a little close. So the uh, scent off the top, pretty standard for your your uh, American ale and whatnot. Huh. It's a little heavier toward um, a normal IPA of sorts, but not the beat you over the head level. I have to say that I'm, it's not what I was expecting, but with that flavor profile, I'm happily surprised. Say that. Hmm. So what you working on, Howard? Uh, you know, I was trying to decide if I was going to paint anything tonight. Um, not, I have this, um, it's a, uh, I believe, a hill giant or hill troll, something along those lines. It's a model I have tried to paint like three times now. And I just can never find a color scheme that I uh, I like. And so I'm, I'm trying to fix it to something I'm happy with. So just, I don't know, something to fiddle with while I'm here. But, uh, oh, I'm glad to see that uh, the local geek was able to, to meet up with you and... Uh, Pass on the Idaho beers. So I, uh, I knew that was coming. So it's good. It's good. I you know I have a beer for the local geek, so I'm, I'm hoping I see him sometime. Um, 
So I got one of those uh, Wild Series Sour Key Lime Pie beers for him. Ah, yes. So Very delicious. <clears throat> so, local geek, when you get to this episode, if you haven't seen me or talked to me, um, I got a beer for you. And, uh, well, we'll have to arrange so that we, uh, we get that to you. Get that to you. Yes. Um, you know, Kidder, since you asked me about what I was painting, um, well, let's start off maybe with a bit of controversy. Whew. How about that? How about that? A little, little controversy to start off the episode. And it involves painting. Um, I mentioned uh, last week um, about the um, GW's, uh, well, it's not GW's, uh, but their Golden Demon Compendium Instagram page that was basically taking people's artwork their models and posting it up. Uh, I learned of a new one, Kidder. It's along the same lines, so I wanted to share it with you. Um, but there's a company out of Spain called uh, Green Stuff World, and uh, they make a lot of different things for working with uh, Neatite Green Stuff, uh, including, um, well, I'll grab one of these, uh, these wonderful, I absolutely love them. Uh, it's an acrylic. Uh, rolling pin that is textured and so when you do your basing you just roll this thing out over your base of green stuff and it puts a design in and makes your basing look awesome pretty quickly um it's really cool uh but they're dealing with a little bit of pushback uh there was a instagram uh artist i would say this he's a miniature painter posted stuff on instagram who uh, he posted a bust that he painted recently uh, and then was shocked to find it. Um, Green Stuff World, in one of their uh, adverts, used this guy's bust, you know, this was paint job, uh, in their advert <laughs> um, without his permission. And uh, we, we, we know how Kidder feels about that subject. He would call that very simply theft, plagiarism, douchebaggery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, communism. But, 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 but Kidder, it gets a bit worse. Oh, good. So the artist reaches out to Green Stuff World and says, hey, you're, you're using my miniature, you know, paint job and, and not crediting me, not paying me for it. You're, you're using it for your own devices. Please remove. So Green Stuff World takes down the image. And uh, soon replaces it with a new image of the same bust with a different color scheme. Ah, right. Very original. Yeah. Well, it, it gets better, Kidder, because it's the internet, and uh, there are people who, who do these sorts of things. Uh, Kidder, there were enough people who quickly discerned that what Green Stuff World did was they took the picture of the guy's bust, put it into Photoshop, and basically painted over it to give it a different color scheme um and you can tell because there's some of the weathering details that the guy put into it that match up like perfectly it's it's the kind of thing that you just you can't match uh like for instance uh, i have this orc here that i was painting in uh, october and his axes have some metal i'll put a better picture up for uh, those watching youtube um but because of how i did it there's no way that anybody could could take and come up with the exact same weathering rust pattern I have on these just because I did things like sponge painting with a bit of foam 
So you'd have to have that foam in like the exact same pattern. Uh, yeah. So I, I just thought it was really funny, Kidder, how we had talked about it on the show last week and then was hit with that. And um, those, again, watching the YouTube, you've seen the photos because I, I, I captured all of the photos with this. Um, and uh, yeah, so people are a little upset with uh, Green Stuff World for basically stealing this artist's work and then just trying to Photoshop it to say, well, no, it's ours. Uh, it was disappointing for me to see because, as I said, I love their uh, their rollers. So kind of makes you like hate to like support a company when they do crap like that. <clears throat> that Howard Blues is what we call laziness. <laughs> and a few other things, which I already mentioned. I mean, how hard is it to ask somebody to showcase their work and credit them? I, I, I got to think, Kidder, and I, I am by no means the Photoshop expert that uh, you are. Well, thank you. Yeah, yes. Um, but I can't imagine that it would be easy to take a, you know, a photo of a miniature or even a bust and, and recolor it in Photoshop, you know, so that looked like a totally original paint job. I mean, well, I it mean, would be some work. It would be somebody's, somebody's lunch break, at least. We'll put it that way. Okay. Uh, and I, for me, it would take longer than a lunch break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it gives, gives you a different idea of the power level between myself and Kidder. You know, Kidder sitting up on the Olympus of uh, Photoshop, you know, rock stars. And I'm just the humble noob who's like, please, sir, teach me something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I, I wish that I was at the uh, apex of the creative suite, but I'm not quite there yet. You're you're, you're pretty good, Kidder. You're, you're pretty well, good. Checks I, in the mail. I, uh, you know, I, I'm always just impressed when I, because I, I do the thumbnails for this show, and I'm just always impressed, like... I always worry when I put one up that one of these times I'm just going to get a, like a thing from you. Like, man, you got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> or when I ask you like, Hey, did you see the thumbnail? You're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I worry about that. Cause uh, I, I know I, my skills are only at a certain level. So, you know, th there's something to be said about the differing levels, but different techniques and different ways to use the software well i mean listen i i, I it, it's not like i hold myself in any sort of regard where i sit here and go yep i'm an expert at photoshop i'm like i can make almost anything happen um i might have to look some stuff up to do it but for the most part you know i i, I can do some things with it i mean i i really haven't done a lot with the software whereas kidder correct me if i'm wrong but i mean you've been doing stuff with photoshop for over 20 years now yes uh about 20 22 years been tooling around with with the adobe suite and so it it definitely <clears throat> it's definitely something let's say that <laughs> i've seen the good and the bad changes in all of their programs. Some good, you know, like dark mode. Very good. Love that. Bad changes. Uh, UI that doesn't stay how you want it. There's some things. 
<clears throat> there's something and and also tabs. I hate tabbed view in if Photoshop and Illustrator do it and um not a fan at all. So that the tabbed view is kind of like your internet browser where you have different tabs, but it's for Photoshop imagery or hey. Illustrator, whatever you're working on, right? I like my floating windows. I like I like my windows because I'll put one here and then one here because I'm taking something from this one and want to put it in this one. I need to have them like that so then I don't have to just drag up and over and around. I know. It's just old school. I also revert all of their stupid new options to like legacy <laughs> and the old way of doing things because they didn't suck. I don't know. I, I I guess being kind of newer at it, like I don't mind some of their like I don't know. I I find the program pretty workable, but I can understand if you've been doing it for as long as you have. You you get your settings to a certain like where you want to be able to find things, and it's kind of annoying. I was like, hmm, I know I can do this. Where's that setting? You know, like uh, for instance, we use at work we use a software called um, Rediscovery. That's kind of our big master database of everything in our collections, um, whether it's a document, an object, or an archaeological artifact. And uh, I, I her just to tell you what kind of week I had, I, I opened it up because I'm looking for some imagery in archives uh, related to Fort Diltz. And um, I opened it up and I can't find the damn advanced search button. Like, I'm looking everywhere. I'm, I'm trying to pull down the menus. I'm like, I know there's an advanced search. Where did this go? I finally said to Tim. <laughs> Wait for it. You should have searched for it. Yeah, <laughs> I I did under help. They're like, go oh, just use the button. I'm like, well, where's the button? You know, where where's even a spot to add the button? I finally get frustrated. I, I emailed our our IT people. I'm like, hey, where is this? <laughs> Both of our IT guys came through. They're like, um, you're you're just on the landing page. Uh, because we've added more collections, you have to select the collection. So once you click here, boom, here comes all the options. I'm like. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> Here's something Sorry. to make you feel better. And it's more of a pose as a question. Do you have a Dakota Snowblade? I do have a Dakota Snowblade. Okay, I, I figured that you would, especially being part of the North American Snow Shoveling League. You know, it's one of the key tools in your repertoire. But, uh, you know, first time you got behind the handle, put that thing to use on your massive driveway did you have trouble using that figuring it out uh you know i the the thing that i had the most trouble with and i still to to this day um because the way that that blade is it's angled so the snow as you're pushing it through you know the the overflow is going to fall off to one side and I, I sometimes have to sit and think about, okay, it's that side. That's the side that I need to – I try and push all the snow kind of the same way so I don't have to go back and clean up. So that's about mm -hmm. the only thing. But it, it is just kind of sometimes mental gymnastics at 6 in the morning trying to go, okay, which side is it? But that's it. That's about the biggest mm -hmm. struggle I've had with it. Okay. Okay. Just curious because uh, somebody else put it to work. And I uh, couldn't figure out why the snow kept coming out on the one side. And 
I was like, flip it over. And I got, what do you mean? I'm like, pick it up and like lift it up and, and flip the blade the other way. Just show me. I don't know what you mean. So I went on YouTube because I wasn't home. I said, I went on YouTube and I found the, the demo video for the Snowblade and I sent it over. And the response I got after about four minutes, now I feel dumb. Yeah. I'm like, just flip it over. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I figured that part out. Like, I had that. It is just the, you know, remembering sometimes. Or if I've gone back and forth a couple of times, I've been flipping it over and I forget where I'm at and my kind of pattern of stuff. Then it's like, wait, no, no, it's supposed to be this way. I know how to fix it. It's just kind of a sit, look at it. Okay, that's the end. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> you flip that back over. Mm. You know, but that's it for like a struggle. And we're we're talking like maybe 10 seconds of thought here. So it's not like I'm sitting there like in deep panic of like, I can't make it work. But I mean, we all have those moments with stuff. But you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I have breaking sports news, Howard Blues. All right. Let's hit it with some sports news. So tonight, the Colorado Avalanche travel to Trashville. Take on the Trashville Predators. Close game tonight, in fact. Uh, Trashville ended up going up on top. Two to one, JT Comfort tying it up. Two two, forcing the overtime. Your final in Trashville, the Trashville Predators. Two, your Colorado Avalanche. Three, JT Comfort with the overtime goal scored tonight. Georgiev, 38. Saves tonight and uh, UC Soros with the 43 saves. And Matt Duchesne got uh, one of their goals for the Trashville Predators. And well, you know how we feel about Matt Duchesne. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Anyway, how's that make you feel? You know, hey, that's uh, it's good. Good to hear that the ads are doing well. Doing well. I, I know that we've uh, had quite a few injuries plaguing us and such. So, although I, I did see this one, Kidder. I, I don't know if you did. Um, it, it's probably a first ever, but it shows the, the sportsmanship of uh, one Kale McCarr. Um, I'm trying to remember who they were playing. I think it was the Islanders. Yes. And uh, I was watching that game. Yeah. But McCarr goes around the goal. Blows a tire, as as they say, basically loses his edge, falls, and uh, the ref goes to call a tripping penalty. And good guy McCarr is like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm good. He didn't actually touch me. Didn't actually touch me. And uh, save the Islanders from uh, going to the box. So just some good old fashioned sportsmanship. I, most people wouldn't have uh, done that. Most people would have said, great. They're going to the box, and we're going to be up a guy. So, 
That was uh it was nice to see. It was a classy move, as one would say. A, a classy move from uh one Kel McCarr. See, that's what you get from the avalanche. You know, you get the class, the 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 stature of a Stanley Cup winning team, unlike the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, I mean, I, I still don't hear that they're doing well, so they're yeah. still trying to figure that one out and still blaming their goalie Lafleur for most of it, which I just think is kind of sad because, yes, they're, you know, a good goalie can make a difference, but even at that level, if a goalie is missing a shot, there's a good chance that somebody else made some sort of mistake that uh, led to that opportunity. You can't just blame, oh, you know, the puck got on the back of the net. It's all the goalie's fault. Well, what happened to lead to that situation where anybody could put the puck in the net? Those sorts of things that we often forget and easy to blame the goalie for everything. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Lafleur if their lack of winning continues. Interesting times. Interesting times. I was so. just pulling up the old scoreboard tonight <clears throat> to see if they were playing at all, but uh, they might have. I think they had the uh, the evening off tonight, since um, yes, they played last night. <clears throat> the Sharks beat them five to two. Gustafsson was in net for them last night at least uh, officially taking the loss. Mm. They were at the SAP Center in San Jose, which has a capacity of 17,500, and their attendance was only 13,000, around 75% capacity. Well, so let's take a look at uh, some of their stats in the roster here. Kaprizov leads the team in points with 43. The next closest on the team, Zuccarello at, with 37, and then Eriksson at 27. So they really don't have a lot of people doing much. Tyson Jost is also listed on here yet as center, even though he plays for Buffalo. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's interesting. Unless this is just for the season. It something. might be for the season and that it's kind of sad when one of the highest people <laughs> on your scoring is no longer mm -hmm. on your team. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Mark Andre Fleury, he as uh, a 285 goals against per game. His save percentage is still up there at uh, uh, 0.901. So there's that. And this year he's 12, 7, and 1 and has one shutout. So Flurry is doing okay. I mean, a 90% save percentage redundancy. I mean, 12, 7. He's got a positive record. And Flurry being the, you know, former Olympian and how he's played for a number of teams. Not bad. Uh, although right now, Gustafson 
has a uh, 0.916 save percentage. I mean, I'm not saying that like Flurry is having like a perfect year. You know, I just mm-hmm. I always just kind of find it interesting when it's like ah the you know like losing falls completely on the goalie and you know it's like well but how many chances and all of that i guess i i don't know maybe i'm a bit too light easy on goalies but i also think goalie is like the hardest position i don't think they often get as much credit as they deserve and uh rude boy i'll be expecting my uh check for sucking up uh later this year yeah come on get with it <laughs> uh flipped over to the abs here as a justice Annan, one of our goalies he was born in 2000 howard <laughs> we be old man we be old that's killing me let's look at the stats so right now, Miko Rantanen is killing it. He has 40 points and 22 goals in his 31 games played. So I don't know. What is that? 75% of the games he's played in, he scored a goal. Obviously, we've had a bunch of <clears throat> people floating through the lineup because, well, 80% of the team has been injured at some point. Uh you were wondering about the goaltending. I know you were, Howard. So as a team, we have a better save percentage than the Wild by 2%. Georgiev, who I feel is our starting goaltender, uh, and I think uh, so does Jared Bednar because he has played 22 games <clears throat> and Francois has played nine. So Francois. Uh, I guess you could call him our backup goalie, is at a .913 save percent. And Georgiev is at a .924. So I am happy with that at 14-6-2. And Franzos at 4-5-0. Not terrible. You know what I'm saying? No. We're also, we're also third in the Central Division in the conference, we are sixth, and overall in the league, we're at 14th. Go Avs. Nice to be doing well, you know, for a, for a bit of a change compared to, I think, how we've tended to be in years past. I mean, I know last year we won the cup, but we, we've had some rough years, Kidder. So it's, uh, it's nice to be doing well. Nice to be doing well. And we're winning games. I mean, I know we've had quite a few that have gone to overtime and shootout and things like that, but at least we're winning, you know. That yeah. I'll, I'll always take. <clears throat> I'll take the W, even if it goes to overtime or to a shootout. And and then, like, the other day, you get an amazing shootout goal. The only goal in the game. Monster, monster win. I I shared it on uh, on the old book face because ah, that was a good one. But anyway, <clears throat> go abs, go. Keep on kicking ass. Very, yeah. very happy for that. Well, Kidder, uh, I heard an interesting stat uh, the other day. Not related to hockey, um, but I, mm. I thought it was worth uh, sharing. And I, 
I really should pull this up. Anyway, Kidder, just to get back to it, uh, there was a study out. I was trying to find it so that we could share a bit more. Uh, there was a study about, of course, it's at the time that we're recording this, uh, you know, it's right before Christmas weekend. Um, and of course, porch piracy is a big uh, deal. Uh, this year alone in 2022, I think it's like 260 million packages have been stolen nationwide. Um, but there was a study that actually found that our state, our state of North Dakota, Kinder, guess where we ranked for porch piracy? Seven. Not bad. We were third based off of, and this is, of course, based on per capita. So uh, we fell behind, I want to say it was uh, Washington, D.C. and... I forget the other state that beat us out. I want to say it was California, but no, it was Vermont. So it was Washington, D.C., Vermont, and then it was North Dakota. And that was based off of per capita. And I, this is why I was trying to find the study so that we could have more fun stats, but um, Google's failing me. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a little shocked to find out that North Dakota was, was third. Um, we don't tend to think of that as being a huge problem in this state you know we, we always talk about north dakota nice and such mm -hmm. no, um, i know of, i've been the victim of porch. Here. yeah I was gonna say, i've been the victim of porch piracy um i had some stuff stolen back when we lived in the condo kidder you ever have anything go missing off your porch <clears throat> not off my porch but when i lived in the apartment uh i did uh I had a a box delivered, and at that point, they normally wouldn't come. Uh, either they wouldn't come into the building and they drop them by the mailboxes, or they would. And if you somebody let them in and drop them by your door, so I got uh, a package from Best Buy, and <clears throat> it was delivered. And I come home, and it's not by my door so i go looking through the building down to the mailboxes not by the mailboxes well yeah, that's weird i decided to take the elevator back up to the second floor instead of the steps because it was closer to go to the elevator than around to the stairs <clears throat> come up and uh i see some like ripped up cardboard around the corner like out of the corner of my eye walk over and uh or look over and see that it's like a ripped apart box. Like, huh? Go over, pick it up. It was the box that held my stuff, which was like an 18 pack of the caramel delights K cups. And it was all ripped apart. Somebody took the goods. Not thrilled. I mean, is K cups, right? So somebody got hosed because they saw the Best Buy logo on the on the label and oh man, this is gonna be great. Oh, it's Keurig K cups. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I just I hate people for that reason. Like leave you buy your own stuff. Work, get a job, go do your own thing. 
leave other people's stuff alone. Uh, when uh, when when we got hit, um, the, the scary thing was was that Lefty was home. Um, she we it was uh, shortly after we had Junior. It was the summer after Junior was born, and uh, it, she had just got done feeding him. He was taking a nap on her. They were sitting in my chair, and uh, they heard the doorbell from the delivery man dropping it. She didn't get up to get it because safe neighborhood, never really had a problem with it. And uh, I got home like 20 minutes after this package was supposedly dropped off and it was gone. And uh, the next day I found the boxes. It was back behind our uh, neighbor's air conditioning unit. So, um, and uh, what they ended up stealing this. The sad thing was we had bought some stuff to go in a basket for a charity auction. So, like, you know, that was kind of the frustrating thing. It was like, you know, it wasn't even stuff for us. It was stuff we were putting up for charity to support a good cause, and people stole it. Um, so, uh, ever since then, though, I mean, because uh, you were kind enough to come over after that, you know, set up a doorbell cam, and boost my security and I still need to do that at my current place. Um, next summer project, next summer project. Um, but yeah, that, it's just such a, a terrible uh, crime, you know, and it, it's sad and it's sad how many people are doing it. Um, my sister-in-law got uh, hit last year um bunch of teenagers um and they had a doorbell cam and they caught them on camera and those guys did get caught so which is is good because i don't i don't think most porch pirates actually get caught i i don't know exactly kidder you have a few more ties into the criminal justice uh world <laughs> than i do so maybe you have a better sense of how many of these folks get caught but I have a feeling a good well, number of them don't. What I what I can say is a lot of the people stealing stuff are common in that game. So they're typically known to law enforcement and will get caught sooner or later, whether when they're pawning stuff or when they're actually caught with those items in the area. So still the best thing to do is if it happens to you, file a police report, turn over any video that you might have, surveillance uh, type stuff. Uh, even if you have uh, like FedEx, for instance, now is taking a photo of where they leave packages. So you can confirm with a timestamp as to when the package was left and where it was left. And then... If you have a doorbell or camera system, that's obviously an even better thing to have. Uh, not only just to know if somebody's at your place and then you can talk to them, but for these instances too. Great to catch those people doing stupid stuff. Uh, so, you know, sooner or later, I'd say a majority of them get caught. They're, you know, will we'll be some 
who always get away with whatever crime, you know. But time, time's on law enforcement side. You know, cool. the crooks have to uh, get it right every time. Law enforcement has to just get it right once. Uh, on the other side of people being stupid, one of the local law enforcement agencies holds a yearly toy drive, essentially. And there's a kind of a qualification process for people to be eligible. So they don't ask for your you know, income statement or anything like that, but they really want to make sure that the people who are requesting toys for their children are requesting it because they need the toys for their children, right? So they've been doing it for several years, uh, at least. Uh, I don't know how many years it's been now, but this year, some people uh, either got a hold of the list or through other means started contacting people or set up a fake number completely and said people can turn in their gifts here. Well, uh, people have been turning in stuff uh, to this location or to them or, or however it ended up working. I, I didn't look at all the details of the case. Essentially, people were defrauded out of almost $2,000 worth of merchandise that these two individuals from a nearby town were then selling on eBay. So, again, not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Kidder, um, are you familiar with Mark Roper at all? Doesn't ring a bell. Mm. He's a YouTuber. He's a uh, former NASA engineer. And uh, if, you, if you haven't seen these, Kidder, I, I highly recommend the, uh, these videos to you. But for the last five years, um, this guy has, uh, since he was a victim of porch piracy, he's been building high-tech, sophisticated glitter bombs and uh, disguising them as packages to be stolen and uh, basically pranking the people who are stealing these items. Um, he's done it for five years now. And I mean, and he keeps upping the game on it. I mean, it started with like releasing a pound of the world's finest glitter. Like instantly you pull this thing out and it just shoots it everywhere. Uh, he started adding fart spray. Um, his his last uh, version of it, like actually, it wasn't just like a small bit of fart spray. It like emptied like a liter reservoir of this stuff in <laughs> out. Um, liter of cola, yeah. Do you have liter of cola. Yeah, um, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, there, like if you've ever been a victim of this, uh, it'll make you feel good um, to see. Uh, him kind of getting some revenge on some of these people who are doing this and, uh, you know, trying to make life uh, worse for everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I watched his newest one for this year. And uh, I mean, he just keeps upping the game of what he does. And uh, it is great because part of what he does, uh, Kidder, is he actually gets uh, cell phones and they're rigged to basically 
upload footage to the cloud. So he captures the reaction of these thieves as they deal with these uh, glitter bombs. It's, uh, it, it's awesome. It's uh, there's a lot of other great stuff on his channel. Um, you know, he, he just he does some really kind of cool engineering science stuff. But um, I, check out the you got to check out the glitter bomb videos. And then when you're done with that, go to the uh, Squirrel Ninja Warrior because because those videos are also um, pretty awesome. So that uh, that's there. My plug for somebody else's YouTube channel. You know, tis tis the season to give to others who mm. don't really need my help and promoting their and stuff. And don't give back to us. Yeah, but I mean, one of those just super nice guys, and it's it's kind of cool to see what he's doing with that and. It's been kind of fun to watch. So justice, sweet, sweet justice. Oh, get her this beer. It's not gotten any better. Aren't you done with it yet? I'm trying, man. I, I, I know you just chugged yours or are chugging yours. I'm trying, man. This thing, uh, it's just it's so ugh, that I'm I'm struggling. I'm on mm. the struggle bus. I'm just sad because mm. I'm hoping we do a what's on tap too, because I have a second beer here. And damn it, kidder, I'm hoping it's better. I'm hoping. Mm. <clears throat> All right. I hope it's better for you too. Yeah. Speaking of something better, it claims that it's 47 minutes left in uploading, and then you'll have a little something something. Mm. A little something something. Yeah, I mean, we're getting closer and closer, Kidder, to the big uh, episode 100. Um, so, hey, let me use this uh, moment as we're talking kind of about this stuff to remind people we got a contest going on where you can win your very own Beer, Blues, and BS pint glass. Uh, again, all you have to do to do that is be a subscriber to our YouTube, share your favorite Triple B uh, video on your Facebook just make sure you tag us so that we know you did it. And uh, on episode 100, we will do a live drawing. So um, check the show notes for when that deadline is because current Howard has not had the time to do the math and hasn't edited far enough in last week's episode to put that up. <laughs> so check the show notes or on the bottom of your screen or up in the corner, wherever future Howard put it to see when that deadline is. We'll, we'll be able to announce that next time. But yes, if you're in the audio uh, listeners, check those show notes uh, for your chance to win a uh, lovely pint glass from us as we celebrate 100 episodes of the Triple B the show that just keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's a that's a way to to put it. <clears throat> yeah, it keeps on giving. Yeah, keeps I mean, coming back for for like a hundred yeah. weeks, Kidder. We've we've given top quality content to people <laughs> who have chosen not to watch it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> The best show that nobody's watching. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's all right. Their loss. Their loss. It's okay. It's a good excuse for us to get together every week and have these chats and drink some really mm -hmm. terrible beer. 
Yeah, because content, as you like to say. Yeah. Okay. I chugged that, which might have been a bad decision. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm uh, breaking out a little. Luckily, I have some uh, brisk iced teas here so I can cleanse my palate of that garbage. Oh. 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 New Belgium, that was a miss. Oh. You know, the, the thing is, and I, I do feel sorry because I'm sure that they had this idea like, we're going to make a holiday beer. People will love it. But because I, I, I've learned a little bit about the beer making process from, uh, you know, the local geek, I realized that it's a bit of a guessing game as to what this might come out and taste like. So makes me wonder, like, if they, they tested this and they really thought, yep, that's good. That's a holiday beer. Or if they just said, well, crap, this is what came out and we need to put it on the shelves so it's out there for our holiday special. I'm just glad we I only made, bought the. We made eleven thousand gallons of this. We have to sell it now. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I mean that that's I do wonder about that. And and boy, kidder, I'm glad I just bought a single can and that I'm not like stuck with like a twelve pack of that. Oh. Yeah. Typically, I'm I'm happy that uh, I only have uh, like one of them as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not many of these that we've had uh, that I'm like, yeah, sign me up for a 12-pack of that. Yeah. Now, one that is that good and should be in a 12 or 24-pack and that we can find it here is Mountain Time. New Belgium's Mountain Time. The crushable, tasty lager. It just so happens I have... Two left. <laughs> but yeah, look at that beauty. Oh, yeah. Wish wish I could get this in a solo pack. Because it's cold and refreshing as snow melt in spring. And it's brewed only with the finest ingredients by New Belgium Brewing. I actually haven't had a mountain time, so I'll have to try that sometime. <laughs> Maybe you talking up the right tree here, Howard Blues. I mean, uh, might be able to help you out with that. Know what I'm saying? I see. I see. We'll have to talk a trade. Yeah, you might have to come down for the Royal Rumble. You know, I, I was kind of thinking that uh, I, I might come down for the Royal Rumble. Um, one, because it's the Royal Rumble, and I do enjoy the Royal Rumble. Two, I have your uh, Christmas gift. I need to get it to you. So hmm. that, that, that'd be a good time to, to do the gift exchange. Uh, three, I may have picked up some kind of weird experimental jerky because I'm like, well, this is a thing, and Kidder and I got to try this. So uh, there's that. So hmm. I mean, But we still haven't been able to find the, the Paki one-chip challenge anymore. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to just wait for 2023 to to try. But but now we know. Now we know, Kidder, a couple of things. One, uh, 
you got to get them before they're gone. And two, uh, we need to buy more than one so that we can uh, get in on the whole speculation market and, uh, you know, finally have a profitable run of this show. Um, mm-hmm. we, we've clearly learned. I We actually got a comment, Kidder, on one of our videos from somebody who, like, had done the challenge, like, three times. I'm like, well, good. Good, good for you. Um, I don't know that I would put myself up through that three times. JS <laughs> uh, Gunslinger would. I mean, he would, but you know, he's a he's a different sort of uh, <laughs> you know, you know, he's not your average uh, person who's doing this chip challenge. You know, he's not average, right? Yes, right. right. You know, uh, it, way it, above average. It, it, when it comes to spicy food, yes, you know, that's that's just that. I mean it. I'm sure that he would sit and just eat like a bag of those things, you know. I, I totally get ideas. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I've I had their. This is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, I've uh, I've had the uh, Pocky or whatever their name is. I've had their ghost pepper ones because you bought those. And they weren't enjoyable. Like they were spicy, but like there was no like like complimentary flavor to that. It was like heat for heat's sake. It's I don't mind spicy, but I, I want a little something else with it. You know, I, a, a little extra flavor profile. Yeah, there wasn't much flavor. It was like cornmeal and your mouth burns. Mm-hmm. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll we'll get our hands on on that this next year. We we now know one that it exists and two where it's sold. So we'll make this happen. When I see it, I will pick one up. Um, right Under away. The romantic there. blue lights of holiday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> holiday gas stations. Hope to the best gas station coffee anywhere. Except for those really large like truck stop gas stations that have like a caribou in them. That's kind of cheating, but like just your normal gas station coffee can't go wrong with holiday. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually had Duncan right now. That'd be good. You know, I, I actually haven't uh, been having a lot of holiday coffee lately because um, I, I got my coffee maker back up and running. So I've been uh, mm. making my own coffee at home and uh, taking it with me to work. It's nice. I was going to ask if you're feeling okay. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, listen, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it saves a little bit on the money, you know, to, to make my own coffee at home and saving, saving a little couple of bucks every week, you know, <clears throat> more money mm-hmm. that I can put towards other things, you know, <laughs> this show pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Let's increase our production value from $5 to $7. Woo! (laughs) Man, we got some great advances ahead of us in 2023. Watch out! Coming at you! You know, uh, we might have to just do one of these live to show people how much they miss. As in, this is a live-to-tape show. So we can fix it and post. 
if we did it live live just imagine i don't know i don't know how it would go live you know one would anybody really want to stay up this late to uh to be there live for it that's always a question i mean it, i don't know it could be an interesting s- experiment yeah because then we uh, could also get uh <clears throat> get our friend midnight rocker 101 in on it he could live stream it on twitch it could be a thing it's like turning over a whole new leaf in 2023 yeah i don't know though how i how i'd feel about us becoming like constant streamers of it just because like everything that i've ever seen about streaming says you got to be like consistent and on time and do it regularly and like, uh, I just can't ever guarantee that right now, Kidder. Because, like, uh, mm-hmm. normally we try to record at 9 o'clock, but I was still fighting kids trying to get them to go to sleep at 9 o'clock. So, you know, how I was just Twitch... saying once. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I can't I... stand that kind of commitment. Come on. <laughs> we've only been doing this for almost 100 episodes. Right, right. You know, we've only had to phone it in a couple, you know, dozen episodes. Um <laughs> minimum i i mean i doing it once doing it once i i would probably be down for and you know what kidder here okay here here's a thought maybe we try and figure this thing out uh because you know yes we're coming up on the big episode 100 but coming up here in april around april 11th uh will be the two-year anniversary of the show so maybe we do the two-year anniversary live F it. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. maybe that would be the time to try that you know one, one of these big milestone anniversary plus that gives us some couple months to figure out the whole live thing because I, I think there'd be some things that we'd have to figure out I can make it work I got the technology good I'm, I'm glad you do because uh, I have no idea how we would make that work <laughs> I'm not going to lie not like I don't have 22 years of experience. So, uh, listen, I, I, I we'll make I, it work. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. We'll make and something I, I, work. Yes, yes, yes. We will. Um, It'll I'm be absolutely sure. Well, when will it uh, happen? Not today. No. Later. 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 Yeah. Later. Well, Kidder, uh, we're both out. Do you want to do a what's on tap round two? <clears throat> well, I do have to say that I'm thirsty again. I, I, and I am too. That and, beer uh, made me sneeze. And uh, I'm low on tea, so you know a, a second beer would not be uh, would not disappoint. Not disappoint. Mister T Pitt is a fool who's low on tea. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you, so, what do you have <laughs> uh, well kidder um, I'm sure this has got to be better um, sticking with the uh, kind of seasonal beers uh, this time we're going to the uh, Shells Brewery for their again yeah snowstorm mahogany lager yeah yeah uh, let's see. Brewed to endure since 1860, 
a storied legacy of fine beers uh guided by tradition this is 6.7 percent alcohol by volume they say there's a story in every drop as every midwesterner knows no two snowstorms are alike so we change it up every year because it showcases our ability to adapt to the times Back in the olden days, it was no small feat to take our beer by wagon to the local establishments, especially in the dead of winter. We had to find inventive ways to make sure the beer arrived and our patrons didn't run the well dry. This meant long hauls and even leaving beer unattended at the bottom of the hills when it was too heavy for the horses to make it in, up in one trip. This was brewed and canned by August Shell Brewing Company out of New Old Minnesota. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much pretty much all the details on there. I think I had this last year. I think I did. I can't remember. There's a spreadsheet for that. Smells like a lager. Not bad. Not bad. It's a nice dark beer there. Dark, but not uh, not like cold smoke dark. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't really have much else for like a flavor profile. Um, but it's better than the first beer I had. Okay. Okay, I can cruise through the rest of the show on that. That'll be good. Uh, I probably got to give it a rating. Uh, otherwise, the local geek has to figure out something else to put in that column. Um, yeah, I'd give it a three. Average. It's an average beer. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So, Jenner, what you pulling out of that fridge next? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Well, let's see. Might as well stick uh, with the Idaho. What we got here? Yeah, it seems like uh, time for the year. This is the Laughing Dog Loyal Companion Cream Ale. Kind of an interesting uh, can there. Dog bringing you the can. Mm-hmm. Okay, 4% alcohol by volume is 12 fluid ounces. There's not a whole lot on uh, the can here, but it's made in Ponderay, Idaho by Laughing Dog Brewing. They're online at laughingdogbrewing.com. You can also visit their tap room in Ponderay, Idaho. So there, there's that. This one was made in July of 2022. <clears throat> Not a whole lot on the can. Get it into the koozie here. The Sioux Yeti. Open this up. Give it a scent. Hmm. <clears throat> Smells almost uh, very similar to the to the last one. Very ale-like. Hmm. 
Oddly enough, it is very similar. Nothing alike, <laughs> but very similar. Um, you could kind of taste a little bit of the cream, and it is, you know, that uh, lager, but darker beer. Hmm. I don't know. It's okay. It, um, it's not as creamy as I'd like it to be, I guess. Like a Guinness shake. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Hmm. Well, that was not too bad. I mean, that was a good three. Three out of five. Not too bad. Hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Longer that I taste it, and the more that I taste, I get a little bit of the the cream, kind of in the hmm. the the back palate, secondary palate. If you will, but yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. What else is on your mind there, Howie Blues? Uh, you know, Kidder, uh, it's, it's one of those things. It's uh, it's been quite the week, you know. And uh, I, I know, I, I, I say that every week that it's been a week. Um, so much fact, Kidder. I, I actually. Uh, it's been a week. I bought the T-shirt. Actually, I got the long sleeve on this one, but yeah, there you go. That looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I just got it. It came in the mail uh, yesterday. So awesome! Figured I'd rock it tonight. It's official debut, and uh, it's cuts comfy. Yeah, I'm sitting down here, quite comfortable. Enjoying it, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's been a week, you know. Um, as I, I said, as we're recording this, we're going into Christmas, and we're dealing with like our third blizzard of the uh, of the year. Was I? It, in fact, Kinder, is this a different blizzard? Like, uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picking on your meteorological mind here because mm -hmm. last week when we were recording with Big D, we were talking about that blizzard. It just seems like this one has just continued. Would you all consider this all one big snowstorm, or is, is this a couple different snowstorms? I, I, how how do you meteorologists break mm -hmm. this thing apart? Well, the, the one that lasted through midweek was still part of the overall same system. So, yes, that was the same blizzard. That was really a five-day blizzard. Not just with the snow, but then the wind. Now, as it moved away, we were in a transitional period because we were between two of the systems, dragging a lot of that northern cold air over us, which then gives us, as you see behind us on the KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now channel, the current temperature of minus 10. That's the air temp. Right now, wind chill sitting down around 38 below zero Fahrenheit with the 7 mile per hour breeze. And Howard, as you can see, off to the west, between Dickinson, Glendive, and heading up into north-central Montana. A wee bit of snow heading our way. That's expected to hit us on Sunday as we have a clipper system moving through. The good news, we will see some temperatures between the mid-20s and the mid-30s. 
The bad news, the storm will be rolling through. We'll get a mix of rain, sleet, potentially freezing rain, and yes, more snow. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be overnight Saturday into Sunday for your Christmas uh, Eve, I guess. Christmas. That, that'll be Christmas. Uh, just don't really plan on going in. No, the 25th is actually Christmas Day. I don't know what the hell day it is because whatever rules and Christmas. Stay home on Sunday. How about that? I'm giving you the ability and the suggestion to stay the hell home. Yeah, that'll be interesting, um, especially since the t- the family's all coming over to our place uh, for for Christmas. So, yeah, well, you'll get to stay home. There you go. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see how uh, much they stay or how long they stay. So, well, I I mean, let's be honest, right? The the quicker that they get the hell out, the better. <laughs> Uh, you know there there are uh yeah, some, I know I know. There, there are some members I don't mind uh there are other members that yes kidder I, I do feel that way about um <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong in that sense um so but in fact I'll I'll tell you something once we stop recording about that <laughs> oh boy here we go yeah. Well, you know, I got I got to talk to somebody about it. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're about the best uh, person to talk to, but uh, you know, <laughs> about the best. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, you know, thing about it is you don't really want to record it because what if they ever did listen or somebody did yeah, listen? Sure, evidence. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I mean. I doubt they listen. That would, anyway. I'm almost giving too much away. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping that we don't get too much more. Um, I, at this point, it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but I'm. Uh, I'm kind of tired of the storms. Like I'm. I'm very much like it can dump. We can have like one big snow event. That's fine. But one, and then we can clean it up and our driveways can get clear and the streets can get clear and people can stop driving like friggin' idiots. You know, good that, luck with that. Ah, jeez. I'm glad we brought this up, Kidder, because I, I, I got to tell you this. Um, uh, what day was that? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, um, my, uh, my father-in-law and I have been carpooling to work. Um because my mother-in-law watches my kids and she watches them here at my house. She doesn't like driving in this kind of weather. So it's been working out. They drive in and then me and him, since we both work at the Capitol, we carpool down. But then she gets in here. I have childcare and uh, we do that. Tuesday night, we're coming back and weather wasn't even particularly bad Tuesday. You know, it was cold. But roads were pretty fine as long as you drove on them like a normal person, you know, with some caution. Uh, but we were uh, we were coming down right by my house. We were uh, the road we were coming into my neighborhood. You kind of come down a hill to get towards my house, and as we're coming over, we're cresting this hill. We're looking down. Here's a here's a car on the same street we're on going sideways because they had turned a corner too fast and was 
you know, like drift in the corner. It's like, it's like, okay, don't go that fast. This is all pretty much like compacted snow that's been polished to ice. Just take it easy, dude. We literally get to my house. We get inside. We're standing there talking as my mother-in-law puts on her boots and winter coat. And Kinder, I watch somebody go down my street. They try to turn at the next street. They're going too fast, and you watch them go sideways into the snowbank that's plowed there. All yeah. of this. All of this. Within, like, ten minutes. It's yeah. like... And I'm in a residential zone. I mean, it's like... It doesn't matter. Stupidity isn't doesn't I, judge doesn't doesn't know i i just don't get it i you know and both of these one was a truck one was an suv it's like i get that you have these vehicles but that doesn't make you invincible and you should drive cautiously but yeah it's not gonna happen on my way home tonight Somebody took the turn too wide and almost drove off the road because they were looking at their phone. And it was slippery. Idiots. Stop being idiots. Don't do this. That's the one I don't get is the the constantly looking at your phone while driving. I I'm sorry. I, I like my car. I don't need to wreck my car. I don't want to have to try and buy a new car. I don't want to have to go deal with insurance. I don't want to possibly injure somebody. There's enough reasons why not to pick up your phone while you're driving. I just... I don't get it. That's how she goes, Howie Blues. I... I mean, it's, it's things like this. It makes me just sound like I'm an old man saying, Kid, get off my lawn! But, you know, it, it, it really, I just, I've never understood people's need to like, I'm going to sit here and text while I'm driving. It, don't do that. I don't know if you're like me, Kidder. If I'm sitting in my cube at work and I'm trying to type an email and uh, like, I, even if I'm on the phone with somebody, the number of times that then like I get off the phone and I look at my email and I see like, hey, I've, the sentence that I was typing is now wrong because I started typing what I was saying to the person hmm. instead of what I meant to say in the email. I mean, what makes you think me think that I could text and drive? <laughs> well, I know you can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I normally don't end up with that. I ended up with having my door knocked on every however long. And it's always when I'm in the middle of something, something else comes up. Mm. Always. Always in the middle of 18 things. Or I'm on yeah. a webinar. Have you ever been on a webinar, like a web call? Oh, yeah. And like you're the only one on the web call with the other person, and you're supposed to be on this because, you know, it's your responsibility, and you're sitting there with the microphone, and you're clearly talking to a, a camera and, and listening and uh-huh uh-huh and you have people like at your door like <clears throat> and i'm like write me an email i don't know and they're like i don't know what to do like well you'll figure it out one way or another i guess because it'll be a bit <laughs> yeah See, and I don't, I don't have an office door, Kidder. Um, 
I uh, I just have a cubicle, so I get a lot of times where I'm in webinars and somebody comes and they start talking to you and it's like, okay, uh, let me just stop listening to this webinar because I'm you know, talking to somebody in my cube. Yeah, <clears throat> well, people are important, so anyway. <clears throat> What's a resolution for you for the brand new year? Got anything that you want to put out into the universe? Well, I mean, we we, we, we did some of these last week. Um, you know, uh, most no time of mine... like the present. <laughs> uh, most of mine were gaming related and we're actually about trying to like do things like paint an entire board game. Which I'm kind of working on with this orc that I'm right now painting toenails on um but if you're looking for like a more personal i don't know i've never really been into like the whole resolution thing i don't know i just one of those things of uh you know if i'm gonna make a change in my life i'll make a change because i feel the need to do so but why wait for Hey, it's a new year. Gonna finally do that thing I've always wanted to do. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. That's why, like, a lot of mine are more hobby related, and it's more like, hey, I, you know what? I'd want to try and get one of my board games completely painted. I think it'd be cool to sit down at the table to play a board game and, like, hey, look, it's got all painted miniatures. That just seems cool to me. And so it's a good goal to set, mm -hmm. but it's not like, uh, I, uh, I want to lose weight this year. So, uh, mm. start trying to lose weight now. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, well, you know, what, what really is stopping you from doing that right now? If you're feeling that way, the date on the calendar. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would like to say that I want to make some money. I want to go some nice places, have some enjoyable times, and do the things that I enjoy more between work and play. That's kind of a resolution, but not. So there. I resolve to resolve. <laughs> I resolved to basically enjoy life, which isn't a bad, isn't a bad goal. I think a lot of us would do a little bit better if we uh, all kind of said, "Hey, we're going to try to just enjoy life a little bit more." I try to. I don't know how well it's going to go, but I'll try. So, is that beer treating you better than the last one? Uh, you know, it it definitely is better than the last one. Yeah. I, uh, not gonna lie, I was, uh, that last one was a struggle to, uh, to get through. And that's, uh, yeah, there we go, kind of working. Um, Gary Kidders, your favorite sound, Howard Shaking Paint. The reason you can hear these, uh, these are Army Painter ones, and they put metal barrel bearings. In the actual 
container. So that's what you're hearing is that metal ball bearing. Little BBs. Yeah. No, this beer's better. I think I've had this one before on the show, but as it said, they brew it differently every year. So take it for what you will. Kidder, I mean, we're in the holiday season. Uh, doing any of the old holiday parties or things like that? Or... <laughs> parties. <clears throat> no, I already skipped the the main one. And we'll get stuck doing the other one. Mm, I try not to, but yeah. I would rather be at home here in my element, playing games, hanging out, doing things to relax, not being forced to go places and forcibly quote unquote enjoy things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I I think it's just I mean, there are times where I have been like, yeah, I wish I could just stay at home. I get you in that mm-hmm. sense of sometimes you just want to be at home and mm-hmm. enjoy being there and doing the things you want to do or the projects you need to do or you know, I, I, I hear you. Especially with really... a lot of people who, you know, the five plus day blizzard, no work, no travel. So they stayed at home. What did I do? I had to go to work. No choice. Have to go to work. Yeah. So I went to work and I didn't get to come home early. Lefty, not, Lefty had to go in. Because of her job, uh, being a nurse, she doesn't get quite as, you know, she's got to go. It's kind of the thing and such. Me, uh, I, I didn't have to go, but I tried to go. I can make it in. There's something about, like, I can work at work, and I know I get stuff done. Working from home, I can't. I had to do that. um Last week, Friday, I worked from home. I got stuff done, but I also had a lot of interruptions. You know, because it's just, it was so easy for Lefty to go, I need to use the bathroom. Let me take the baby down to, to, you know, to to Howard. (laughs) Well, great. I mean, yes, I can hold the baby. That's fine. But then I don't get any of my work done. So, Mm -hmm. it's, I, you know, Kidder, I've been floating this idea around. Let me, let me see what you think of it. (laughs) here we go yeah there's you know um i I had a co-worker who was lamenting to me um because thanks to thanks to covid um our agency along with a lot of state agencies switched over to teleworking for quite a while and because of that now when we have these snow events um, especially if you have a teleworking agreement, you're expected to telework. Um, I did not sign a teleworking agreement because teleworking doesn't work for me. Um, so I usually get to take the day off if I take annual leave, which fine. Or I get admin leave if they close the heritage center. So there's, there's some of that. But here's, here's my thought. 
because people drive like idiots during these snowstorms or people go out when they really shouldn't go out. My thought is, why can't we get to a point where we just say, yep, we are going to have a complete snow day. And only, only the essential people have to go to work. You know, and like if you're a doctor, a nurse, you need to go. Snowplow guys, you have to go. But, uh, you know, everybody else, if you don't have to go, you shouldn't go. You know, the stores wouldn't have to be open. And if they weren't open, then the workers wouldn't be out. People wouldn't be out. And use that to, you know, you, you cut down on that. There'd be less people getting stuck, less car accidents, less. Everybody just stayed home for a couple of days. Let the street crews get the streets cleared and, and back to normal. Would that be so wrong? That, 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 that's my, my, my gist. I mean, gas stations, you'd still be able to get gas if you needed it. You know, but but couldn't we get to that point where there's, hey, here are the essential things we need. The people who keep the power on, the people who, you know, save people's lives as a doctor or a nurse. But otherwise, get everybody else off the streets. Yeah. Probably 80% of the people out didn't need to be out. Same people with uh, <clears throat> the idea that they need to go traveling on highways when they're either closed or no travel advised. And then they get stuck in the middle of nowhere. And then they expect somebody to come pick them up. Because, you know, you have a quarter tank of gas and you don't have a winter coat or hat or gloves. Uh, Come get me because I'm too dumb to prepare. Or heed the warnings and stay where I was. Mm. Yeah. These businesses that force people to come in. Not a fan. Because I yeah. wasn't essential either. Yeah. I mean, why why do we feel the need to make people do that? I That I don't get. It's like, why can't we just let everybody stay home and stay safe? And you know what? Everybody gets a snow day. On you the know? contrary to that, the working from home, that needs to stop. That needs to disappear. Because... As, as you alluded to, difficult for you to work at home. And, and you're not milking the system like a good majority of workers are who aren't in your situation. Because they're at home. They're comfortable. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, as long as I move my mouse and answer my web call, I'm working. What are you really doing at home? Here, here's my my thing about it, and, and this is uh, I'm picking on myself here. Part of the reason why I don't like the whole telework is uh, where I would end up teleworking from. My teleworking space is my painting desk right here, where I am sitting. Um, do you know how hard it is to sit here and be like, "Hey, I have time, and I'm sitting on my desk. I got minis I could paint." I mean that that's a temptation, uh, you know. I, I just don't feel like I'm as productive when I'm here. Plus, it also soils the goodness that is my painting desk with, hey, I'm sitting here doing work. 
I mean, I understood when like the pandemic happened and yes, we did it, but gosh, I hated that too. Um, but I would agree with you, Kidder. I was one of those guys who during that time I was, I was documenting what I was doing every day because I, I feared that I was going to get into a situation where someone was, was going to come out of, we were going to come out of the pandemic and people were going to be like, you know, all these people who were teleworking, they weren't doing as much as they should have. We're going to cut their pay by X amount. Now, like, I, would that really happen? Probably not. But, you know, I get worried about those things. So, man, I was documenting everything I was doing. I was making sure I got my eight hours in. I hated every moment of it because it's like I I know I could be doing more stuff or I'd get more stuff done if I could just work at work. I, I'm very much of that mindset. Work at work, home at home. Um, even, even with this, I've taken the last two days off of work. One, because... My mother-in-law was sick, so I didn't have childcare on Thursday, so I took the day off. I'd always planned to take today off because, um, you know, we're hosting Christmas Eve, Christmas. I have stuff to do around the house. I still spent probably an hour each day answering phone calls and emails because my sites are open. There are questions about closures and things like that, and I'm dealing with those sorts of problems. And you know what? I don't mind because I understand it's like part of my job. But at the same time, <laughs> um, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm supposed to be on vacation or, or taking care of my kids and having to send emails, all that. But yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of the teleworking. And I just I don't I have a hard time believing anybody else is really productive when they're working from home because and I again it's because I look at myself I know I struggled to make sure I got my eight hours in and could show that I was being productive and I was being kind of fearful and cautious because I'm a cautious person I just have a hard time believing that everybody else who is teleworking and still teleworking is doing the same I mean I haven't put the TV up down here um, but could, could you imagine the temptation as I sit here and supposed to be working on something, but it's like, man, I can put my TV on and put a show on in the background. Oh, I know you, you, you'd clearly be staring at the KRD and eyewitness weather now channel that streams 24 seven. I, I know it's, it's, it's tough, but at least this, this gives you some current information. Uh, you know, I'd probably actually be watching, because um, this is what I've been watching recently when I've had time, um, would be Achievement Hunter's Let's Play of the game, The Raft. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Raft, Kidder. You ever, ever heard of that one? I don't think so, but I gave you an out, and, <laughs> and there you go, being honest again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's me. Um the uh, the raft. It's an interesting game. It's a crafting game. Uh, you start and you are on a little uh, two by two raft in the middle of this endless ocean, and you float around and you have a hook and you you start fetching trash and such out of the out of the ocean and you use it to to build your raft and build things like water purifiers and grills for food and. Um, the longer you play, the more stuff you get, 
and you can start building more and more complex things. And there's a whole story about what happened. Why is this world now an endless ocean and all of that? It's, um, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's an enjoyable watch. It's, 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 it's kind of like perfect, like background to while you're doing something else. It's the kind of thing I would put on while painting miniatures and such. So, uh, I've been watching that. Rewatching it, truthfully, I, I watched it when it first came out, so kind of rewatching it and enjoying, enjoying kind of that uh, group of people playing together and the humor and all of that. Mm-hmm. Although I'm getting to the point, and it's about the point where I dropped off with the series last time, where uh, throughout the game there's a shark that's constantly plaguing you. So if you try to like dive into the water and you spend too much time in the water, it bites you. Um, it eats away at your raft constantly, so you have to constantly defend from it. But I've gotten to the point now where they have like absolutely no problem killing the shark, so then the threat is gone, and so then it's like it, it cuts away some of the drama of it. You know, they almost get to that point of the game where it's like, and we're just too good, and nothing is threatening anymore, and there's no real stakes involved in this. So that's about where I quit last time. So hmm. we'll see. We'll see if I continue on. Oh, I, I, the missus and I watched something interesting. Kidder, what was that? We watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Have you watched this, Kidder? Yes. Good. We can talk about yes. it. Um, audience, beware! There may be spoilers. We'll try to avoid them, but. Kidder, what what was your take on the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? It was very Marvel. It was a little random, but I had some laugh out loud moments. I thought that's a good good summary. Um, I enjoyed it. It was just a little too goofy at points for me. You know, some of these characters you've seen and you've seen them as constantly being serious. And so to kind of see them in this, so I'll use it as a great example. Um, Dave Batista's uh, portrayal of Drax, you see him in the first Guardians of the Galaxy and he's very stern and very serious and, of course, very literal. Um, and now when you see him, he's... Like the character is portrayed far dumb. more as yeah, was portrayed far more like he's a, a dumb character. Mm-hmm. That kind of bugs me a little bit. The other thing, and and this to me a bit of a plot hole. Like I get that it was done for a joke. So here here you go. This is the one spoiler because I knew I I just wanted to talk about this. So a spoiler. If you don't want to hear this, skip ahead like thirty seconds or so. Kidder, did you note this part? Um, There's the part where Drax throws Mantis over the gate, Uh which is humorous. But she asks him to throw her. But later, during the chase scene, you see both of them jumping high enough that they could have easily cleared the gate, so there was no point for the throwing joke. Yes. That that bugged me a little. Yeah, I was wondering how they had the, the magical jets on the bottom of their feet to jump over all the height like that yeah so that was meh anyway end of spoiler um but yeah we watched it we had a we had a good time 
enjoyed it. It was it was good for what it was, but yeah, I some of the goofiness of some of the characters has yeah. <laughs> it just feels out of place. Plus, we haven't seen um Love and Thunder, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, we haven't watched ah. that one. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of things that was kind of like, huh? It's like, I'm sure that was in Love and Thunder or this got explained in Love and Thunder or a little bit. Basically, Guns you know, and Roses. We'll uh, we'll eventually get around to watching Love and Thunder. We're just behind. It's rare that we have time. It was kind of one of those things that we looked at it. We're like, oh, do we have time to watch this? It's like, oh, it's only 44 minutes. Done. <laughs> we'll we'll. We can we can knock this out. Uh, well, Kidder, uh, I don't know about you. I'm I'm kind of running out of stuff to talk about because <clears throat> hmm. we don't have a run sheet. And uh, eh, I mean, it should be fine because okay. I haven't really caught up on wrestling. Tried playing Battlefield 2042, but haven't had much time for that either. Haven't. Um, Really done a lot in uh, the way of watching other stuff. And I think I talked about how I watched Black Adam. Yes. Week or two or three ago. Yeah. And the Marvel uh, Christmas special there, Guardians of the Galaxy, was really the only thing new or different that I've watched aside from uh, Star Trek Prodigy, which... Their episodes, again, being 24 minutes, very agitating. Yeah, so uh, we might as well uh, wrap this show up and uh, put a nice tidy bow on it and uh, call it a show. But, of course, to do that, we, of course, got to tell you all about where you can find the show, where you can find our merch, all of that. In a section we like to call Cheap Plugs. Well, yes, Howie Blues. Cheap plugs, cheap enough, just like our glasses. Yes, you can get a pint glass, beerbluesbs.com. You see the website right there at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this or the show notes if you're listening to this or on this glass if you're watching this as I'm holding it, beerbluesbs.com, our website. All you have to do when you get there, click on merch right at the top. Or if your phone is all small and stuff, click the little hamburger. That's the 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 three lines. That's what they call it on web design, the hamburger. Click that and then click merch. Peruse our web store and you could get a shirt like Howie Blues has there. It's been a week. Perhaps become part of the National Shoveling League or the Lawn Mowing League. Many different things. Beerbluesbs.com. Click merch. Also, while you're there, you can buy us a beer. We'd love for you to do that. Buy us a beverage. And uh, got to thank Local Geek for those two rounds and uh, his buddy. Big thank you. Going out to Local Geek and company for the uh, so far two tasty Idaho beers helping to fill out our list. We'd love to hear some recommendations from you on other beers from around the country. Drop us some comments in the show notes uh, right here on the episode or send us a message or comment on our Facebook page or Instagram. Got a lot of stuff happening out there. So where are we? Where can you comment? All of the above, of course. Facebook, search Beer Blues BS. 
Same thing with Instagram. We are at Beer Blues BS. Also on YouTube at Beer Blues BS. And of course, on our website, beerbluesbs.com. Search the audio places where you love to listen to podcasts for Beer Blues and BS. We are on there. We're available. We'd love for you to subscribe, like, and share. We are on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Search Beer, Blues, and BS. Also, while you're on Spotify, you can subscribe and uh, like the Killer Kidder Show from my personally curated list of awesomeness in the rock and other genres. A huge list available for you on demand. iHeartRadio, uh, not quite. They don't have the rights to my awesomeness just with this show. It's on Spotify. The whole playlist right there. The Killer Kidder Show. Search it and please subscribe for free. Lots of free stuff. BeerBluesBS.com. Like, share, subscribe. Wish you and yours a very successful, healthy, and prosperous 2023 looking forward to a lot of things here in the new year so thank you for being part of the show with all of us as in howard blues he's on the other side of this thing rude boy kyle brother nico js gunslinger local geek farva big d midnight rocker 101 DK5000, man, Brother Smalls, can't forget about him. That's 10 of the biggest personalities you can ever hope to see and or meet. And we got more coming at you here in 2023. Episode 100 right around the corner. So let's wrap this one up and get one step closer to that century mark. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we'll catch you on down that icy Tuscan highway. Have a good one. See you on the next Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Alright, alright. Good show. Good show. Good show. That uh, upload is completed. Woohoo. In case you want to see it. I'll get around to it. Because I'll download it and mm. all of that. And I'm not signed mm. into the drive. And mm. Excuses, mm. excuses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
So here I was really hoping that uh, you would and you'd see what it is and you could let me know. And fine, <laughs> fine. fine. So I almost just want to go to bed, but uh, well, that's 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 coming soon. Yeah. Uh, just got got to finish cleaning the house tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're we're pretty close to done, but you know it's it, it takes longer when there's kids. Yeah. So. Okay. Share with me. <clears throat> Should be shared drives with it. There's a shooting at Mall of America just before 8 p.m. tonight. Where a victim was shot multiple times and 19-year-old is dead. I just... Ugh. Just don't know, kidder. Just don't know. About the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, am I looking at triple b top of show yeah so as this is uh, loading up is this supposed to be like a new intro or the video is still processing this video is oh. large so it may take a while try again later learn more yeah perfect uh that's for right at the top of the show before yeah. you do your uh preview yeah um, I, I have found some music that I've been using for that preview that I think would work. Um, I didn't put any audio with that for you. Yeah. Which is just fine. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm just thinking about it. Like when the next time we redo the intro, mm -hmm. um, I might try and put together a little bit of a track to kind of work for that. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said, like I don't mind doing the previews, like the, the little intro thing that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but it, it's kind of weird to go right from that where I'm trying to bring a little bit of high energy into it. And then our intro is kind of slow. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. We may want to look at uh, eventually redoing the intro. Not that you want to hear that. Oh my gosh, it's going to take me an hour to download the damn thing? <laughs> There's also uh, <clears throat> the two copyrights for you there. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect, right? Yeah. So... I see the copyrights. Yeah. So. So. That's good. 
but yeah, yeah, I I, I think I have found a, a different track that I think would work for an intro. Sure. So it's uh it's as I said, it's the one I've been using kind of when I've been doing the previews, kind of that hard, a little bit harder rock sound to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not like it's got a bit of a bluesy take to it. Um and then I found a track that has some some drums that I kind of want to I want to kind of splice the two together because it's the one is just literally a drum track, but it's like just to put a little you know and go into that rock sound. Because mm-hmm. I, I just yeah the thing since I started doing that <laughs> intro is it's like it just kind of feels like I've given this little thing trying to get people psyched up for the show and then I we slow them right down with that intro. <laughs> yeah. So I'll try and get that put together so that the next time you want to play around with the intro. Sure. You know, I, I think we have enough sound clips that could work to cut it down, you know, <clears throat> like mm-hmm. I think you could, you know, cut it to something along the lines of, you know, just, Even if it's the kind of what's at the end of what our current intro is, you know, our blues and Mar- the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. You know, mm-hmm. kind of that last little clip of it. Mm-hmm. Just cut it down even more, like. Get people to the show faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my thought. Yeah. That could work. You know, I'd have a nice uh nice little bit of a rocking intro in to the to the show. Mm-hmm. And then just I'll use the same old blues track on the, the outro. I think that's fine. Sure. So there you go. I don't know. Changes never hurts to change from time to time. Yeah, a little something, a little something, something. Yeah, you know, until we get somebody who's like, "Hey, here's the perfect uh, track that I made for you guys." Mm-hmm. You don't change my paint water. There's stuff floating in there. Oh, <clears throat> now you did it. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can probably can't see that on camera, but rinse my dropper bottle. One more thing to do tomorrow. (laughs) Nope, still processing. Yeah, it'll probably probably process uh, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, Kidder, uh, you won't get my feedback then tonight. <laughs> well, I guess that's just how it's gonna gonna have to be. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll try and watch it though at some point and mm-hmm. let you know. Sure. So. Yeah, set her, set her for download. <clears throat> Let it roll. 
You can see oh, it already am. Yeah, it's already downloaded. Perfect. <laughs>